Thank you for joining me for this episode of God Talk. And on this episode of God Talk, I want to talk about certainty and uncertainty. I apologize ahead of time. I am recovering from having no voice on Sunday, which I have a pretty good voice right now, but it's still a little rough and occasionally sounds a little uh, like I'm in the throes of puberty. But uh, if you can overlook that, I would uh, greatly appreciate it. Um, about a month and a half ago, as my son was preparing to go away for graduate school, um, I wanted to spend some time with him because the program is a five-year program. And really from this point on, uh, I will only be seeing him on holidays. Um, no more coming home for the summer. It's year-round that he's, uh, he's going to be in school or, or doing internships during the summer and so forth. And um, we wanted to uh, just, uh, or I wanted to do a few different things with him. So one of the things that I wanted to do was to take him fishing. And so we went to East Texas and uh, did some fishing in Caddo Lake, which is kind of a cool fishing place because it's uh, it's like a swamp. And uh, it is a swamp. Uh, and uh, if you've never fished in a swamp, it's kind of cool. Uh, we're fishing in kayaks in the swamp, so that's even more cool. Uh, but as we were driving to uh, where we had a, a, a cabin rented, um, we passed this uh, town, and the town was called Uncertain. And uh, it was kind of interesting that there's a town called Uncertain. In fact, it's once again in East Texas. It has a population of 88 people. And uh, it's located on 343 acres, in case you want to visit the town of Uncertain. But as we're driving through this uh, very small town called Uncertain, they have their own church. And it's called Uncertain Church. <laughs> and that got my attention. I took a picture of it. I've been kind of waiting for an opportunity to uh, use that, uh, that picture at church because, well, Uncertain Church... Uh, really says a lot about the church in these uh, these modern times, but um, as I was thinking about that 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 place, the town and the church, uncertain, I thought, you know, uh, we're really living in probably in my lifetime at least some of the most uncertain times that I've ever lived in, and I'm 51 years old. Now that's you know a lot can be said about that because I was born and being raised uh, during the Cold War. And, uh, and those were certainly some uncertain times. Um, a little bit before me, you know, they were practicing uh, nuclear fallout drills and so forth in the schools. So there's a lot of uncertainty during that time. I, I remember the, the, the gas crisis and uh, like in the it was late 70s, I think it was, and just being there in my dad's car and you these just huge lines to try to fill up your your car with gas um and uh and then there was like you know y2k um and and those were uncertain times i i never really bought much into the y2k stuff but man there are people that stack their like their basements and their pantries you know for the next 10 years because uh they were just not certain in terms of uh, how things were going to turn out because when you got to the year 2000 then everything that was computer based uh, there was not a high level of certainty that at least would be flawless in terms of how the uh, the computers would recognize it uh, but lo and behold at uh, 
at uh, 12 a.m. on uh, January 1st, 2000. Um, everything continued to function as it was supposed to. So it was a lot of uncertainty about nothing. And then there was COVID, and that's probably been one of the more recent, uh, more significant uncertain times. Uh, really, that, that, that was a pretty significant uncertain time, you know, locking everyone down and you weren't even allowed to leave your house unless you're like getting groceries or whatever. The streets were empty and, and, and everyone was just, you know, thinking they were going to die. Everyone's, you know, putting on masks. You go to the grocery store and, you know, people are dressed in hazmat suits. They got like multi layers of gloves on. It was, it was uh, quite a sight to see. And it's relatively recent enough that I know all of us in here actually remember it. But those were some of the most uncertain times I, that I'm recalling, at least off of the top of my head, in the last 51 years that I've been alive. But I'm here to tell you that I think we need to prepare for what's going to happen here in 2024. Because I, th I think 2024 has the potential to be way more uncertain than COVID, way more uncertain than Y2K. And I don't... I don't know. I, I potentially, in some ways, maybe even rivaling the the Cold War. Um, and why am I saying this? I'm saying this because it is going to be a political mess in 2024. You've got one candidate on the the Democratic side that's really I say leading the field. There's only one person running against him, and and, and that's President Biden and. Uh, he, he's not popular. Uh, people don't really like him. Most people don't want him to run again, but he is going to be the Democratic candidate. And then on the other side, you've got uh, ex-president, also call him President Trump, and uh, he's highly unpopular himself. I mean, both of them have some of the, high, mo you know, the most high unpopularity uh, ratings of you know, anyone running for president in like, I think modern times, basically. Um, and, and on top of that, uh, we have these four different cases in which Trump has been indicted, all of which have the potential of sending him to uh, prison. And if that happens, um, there's some people on the, uh, the far right that just uh, probably will uh, turn things into uh, much like uh, what people do on the far left when uh, they get up in arms about things and you know what that's going to look like whether it's cities burning like we're used to seeing at certain times or um, just armed militias or what that's going to turn out to be if, if that takes place I, I, all bets are off you know you got a group of people that are thinking that you know what it's time for a civil war and i think we have all of these like pitfalls that are lying before us in 2024 and depending on how they they work out I, I i'm not sure i'm not certain how it all works out for for our country um i was talking with uh john elvis uh one of the individuals on staff with me and uh, he was talking about, you know, gearing up some sermon series for 2024 because it should be some real interesting times. And I'm like, I, 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 don't, I don't even know how to predict what's going to happen in 2024 based upon 
some of these variables I just talked about. Um, it, it's a highly uncertain time, and uh, it's just like uh, we're gonna have to see how it develops, and then we'll we'll adapt and react uh, accordingly in terms of giving uh, the truth of the message of Jesus Christ and and whatever uh, turbulent times that we find ourselves in. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'm you know blowing this all up, you know, for no reason. It's possible, you know, Trump's found not guilty on any of those charges and uh, yet Biden wins re-election. Uh, probably won't be a lot of uncertainty if that goes on. Uh, it's possible Trump is found not guilty on all of the different cases that he's being charged with, all the different indictments, and he wins the election. Um, and, and, and maybe there's nothing, uh, you know, that, that goes too crazy with that, other than maybe just some, some burnings and some cities like you know detroit or new york or la or whatever but you know we've kind of become used to that but i'm just saying like it has a potential 2024 has a potential to be a highly volatile and uncertain year and i guess i'm asking you are you prepared for that are you prepared for that financially um you remember the banking crisis uh i don't know what it was 10 12 years ago uh, honestly, I, I took some money out and, and kept, uh, you know, a couple thousand dollars, uh, metaphorically under the mattress. I'm not sure. I can't remember where I kept it, but I didn't have all my money in the bank because it's possible you're not going to be able to access, uh, your money. So, you know, if, if chaos breaks out in the United States, are you prepared financially? I mean, we saw during COVID what happens when supply chains get broken up. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't buy anything for the pantry for Y2K. Um, COVID, uh, because things were scarce, uh, there was probably a little bit of stocking up that was done, but, um, you know, you probably would do well to have some stuff stocked up in your, in, in your pantry and be prepared for some, uh, some turbulent times here in 2024. And, and then I think we need to talk about it and consider it spiritually. I mean, are we prepared to handle what might be coming our way spiritually. I wonder what the church, you know, that, that, that sign that I saw, uncertain church. One of the things that I'm uncertain about is what the uncertain church is going to do about uncertain times. I mean, I, I saw what it did during COVID and it utterly failed everyone. But I wonder if society, you know, starts breaking down a little bit in this country because of the polarization that's taking place. And if people are taken to arms or, you know, cities are being burned. I mean, what's the church going to do? Are you, do you take a stand as a church? You, you support government? Well, I guess that partly depends if government's operating within, uh, within the rule of law and within, within reality. Because here's part of the problem that we have that we got to prepare ourselves for is one of the reasons why everything's so uncertain is people are just like confused about reality. There is no certainty about reality. I'm, I'm doing this Bible class um, and, and it's it's about this this false teaching that's worked its way into Christianity. The book's called Counterfeit Kingdom. And it's about the New Apostolic Reformation. And, and I, I'm showing every week these different videos from these different things that, that these prophets and apostles are doing. This last week, I, I was showing some videos from some revivals that have been going on through the NER movement. And, and you have all these like cult-like things going on. People like just 
randomly laughing and laughing and laughing, falling on the ground and laughing for no reason. Uh, people shaking and jerking like like they're literally having a seizure or, or are possessed by a demon um, that, you know, these prophets, these apostles, these pastors that, you know, they're waving their arms and, and like the force, like everyone's falling down and so forth. There's all of these manifestations um, that that don't even fit anything that's ever mentioned in the Bible when the Spirit of God works, because the fruit of the Spirit, one of them is is self, you know, self-control. God is a God of order and discipline. Uh, there's one of these guys that was big in, in the NAR movement, and, and, and he was this, this faith healer, but he, he was like a Sam Kinison, if you remember Sam Kinison, who would scream and yell at people. But not only would he scream and yell at people, but like he, he, would, he would punch people in the chest. He would brag about kicking people in the chest as they come up, and I kicked them in the chest and their cancer was gone. I took this old lady and her hips were working, and I just started banging her legs on the, uh, on the stage. Bang, bang, bang. I mean, he's telling these stories. And these people are accepted as like being holy men of God, doing the work of God. How can that be? I mean, they they, they drive like extremely expensive cars. They live in mansions. They 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 fly in. You know, they, they some of them have multiple airplanes, and people are willing to overlook that. And and, and that that just doesn't like bother them. It's because people are so uncertain about what even reality is and, and, and that's with everything in society it used to be we used to know what was real what was fake you know now we don't even know what's real and fake with with what ai can do and so forth um you used to like hear a story on the news and like you could judge like all right if the, if the guy robbed a bank he robbed a bank but now it's like well he robbed a bank but that bank was really a supporter of you know someone that was associated with the far right or the far left so it wasn't really robbing the bank it was taking back what belonged to theirs and people rationalize this way on both sides of the political spectrum in which they deny reality and and, and i'm telling you it's coming to a head i think it is at least i, I don't claim to be a prophet but I think we need to prepare ourselves at least for that. There's a good possibility that in 2024, uh, we're going to have a fair amount of uncertainty. You know, they used to say that the only thing that was certain was death and taxes. And I think both of those are still fairly certain, at least the death part is. Um, but I think we all probably should realize that there's another certainty that awaits us and that is we're going to stand before the judgment throne of God. And when we stand before the judgment throne of God, we're going to be judged, we're told, according to our deeds. And when our deeds is to deny reality and to claim uncertainty when any common sense would give you certainty on an issue, but we just choose to see it a different way. Kind of like, once again, if like people are going around quacking like a duck, uh, having tremors and seizures and whatever in the name of Christ Jesus and, 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 and laughing and, 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 and then being like drunk in the spirit where they're staggering around. I'm telling you, this stuff goes on in churches all the time. I think you're going to have to give an account why you think that that's appropriate, that that, that is some kind of positive proper and acceptable manifestation for worshiping God. And there is no answer for that. 
as we give account for our deeds. But in the same way, when we deny reality in the political spectrum or just in society in general, because of our own biases or our, or, or like the, the sides that we choose to align ourselves with, uh, and, and we tolerate injustice uh, for the sake of different things that, that fit our, our ideological or political bent, I, we're going to have to answer to that too. So I guess I want to encourage everyone with these words is like, in the end, even though we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring, and there's a fair amount of uncertainty about the coming year, um, we know that we will stand before our God. We will have to give an account. But thanks be to God through Christ Jesus that ultimately our salvation is found through the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. And so we're not going to be perfect in all the decisions we make, in how we think and how we talk and how we operate. I get that. But we also can't live in denial. We can't live in denial of truth and reality. Uh, scripture says that that we shall know truth and that truth will set us free. Open your eyes and see the stuff that, that just doesn't make sense and, and don't be so biased by how you want the world to be or how you think the world is, that, that you're no longer able to see reality. Because in the end, there's so many people that have so much influence over us. We see this in the church with pastors, but we certainly see it in the government and we see it in the media. And it works on both sides of the aisle. It, it, it's nothing short of brainwashing. We see it in artificial intelligence. Like at some point, we've got to turn it all off. And you've got to walk outside. And as you're walking through the grass, like know that that grass is real. But you know, there's people that even deny that. I know so many people in the church today that like, they think we're just living some computer simulation. My goodness, the insanity that is believed nowadays in denial of reality is, um, it's, it's scary. So I want to encourage all of us, we need to start thinking, we need to start talking, and we need to start preparing because potentially 2024 uh, stands to be one of the most uncertain times in not only my life, but um, uh, probably all of our lives of everyone that's listening to this episode of God Talk. Uh, may you be prepared for it, and may you be anchored and rooted in the truth of God and His Word, which shall keep you on a firm foundation even when things are going crazy all around us. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of God Talk. I hope all of you have a wonderful rest of your day. God bless.